Daily Gospel Meditations is a ministry of the St. John Society to help you get more from your morning prayer with Scripture. Today we read the parable of the rich man and poor Lazarus. Notice that this is the only parable in which one of the characters has a name. The logical thing would be for both to have a name. But we have one named character and a nameless one, which is odd. Some have commented that the phrase of Abraham offers a key. Child, you received what was good during your life. It doesn't mean it was something truly good. It was what the rich man valued as good, what he lived for. See, his problem was not that he was wealthy, but that wealth had become the basis for his identity. And when that moment came when he left this world and had no more wealth, He was no one. He was nameless. He was a rich man, or he was nothing. In this perspective, sin is what takes place when you start to build your identity on something other than God. Money, a relationship, your accomplishments. If the root of your identity is something other than God, that starts to consume you from within, like the ring of power. Then, the distortion in which the rich man lived also affected his relationships with others. He was oblivious to the needs of Lazarus, but also to the needs of his own brothers. Only in the place of torment did he remember them. Yes, he would be attentive to his own cravings and challenges, but not to how others were doing around him. Even in the place of torment, he behaved as if Lazarus was still supposed to be at his feet, serving him. Lastly, the final phrase of Abraham, even if one should rise from the dead, is a reference to Christ's resurrection. The point is, God has chosen to call us through his prophets and through his Son to draw us to himself through cords of love because he knows that fear is not a strong enough motivation to sustain a change of heart. Only love, only a response that comes from within, can do that. The figure of the self-centered rich man is a sort of negative portrait of who Jesus is. It's like the Beatitudes in reverse. How does this story, the figure of this nameless man, his attitudes, his interactions, help you detect the roots of sin in your own heart? How does it help you detect the ways in which sin wants to work its way into your mind, justify itself, and become a hollow identity?